Hello and welcome back to the Keep the Head of Podcast. I'm your host here, and today I am joined with someone who's been previously on the podcast, Isaac. How are you doing today? No, I'm not doing too bad. I got some art supplies, got an easel. So Ooh. if I uh, decide to start painting again, I can uh, I can do that pretty well. If you decide to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, All right. Not much cool. of a painter. I see, I see. So, Isaac, what are we talking about today here on the podcast? Um, I would say we're talking about relationships. And I guess I would say specifically abusive ones and how mm. that can be impactful on you and I'm everyone, really. Uh, definitely. I can see that already. So, overall, um, why is this topic that you want to talk about? Well, I've been in... Uh, A few relationships, and a few of them have been very bad. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, I have been a victim of abuse from these relationships, which is, uh, I feel like many people don't necessarily think guys can be, so it's always a little interesting to talk about that, but I feel like a lot of people need to hear about it and what can happen, and I would say I'm experienced. (laughs) I can agree. Tell people could definitely learn from this and like, like see that can happen to on both sides of the coin, you know? Yeah. So let's dive right in. So what types of what types of abuse did you experience while in your relationships? Well, I would say mainly mental, some emotional in the sense of like you know gaslighting, manipulation, mm-hmm. um, a lot of forms of manipulation. I would say like whether it be self-harming to get me to do what they wanted or just purely coercement you know it can Mm -hmm. be it can be very brutal especially if you don't really have a great understanding of relationships like one of these happened during my freshman year and i was like this is just normal right this is just how relationships are right uh, no they definitely are not (laughs) Uh, i see so it sounded like at the time you didn't really know you were being abused yeah yeah, no, um, it can be hard. Even now, it, it can definitely be difficult to sort of realize that, oh, this isn't, this isn't right. I am currently, like, people aren't normally like this. I, I am being abused. And it's, it can be hard to realize that. But I, I would say that's one of the most important steps you can possibly do. Just the realization of it? Yeah. Gotcha. So, how has it been like for you uh, dealing with being abused in these relationships? Well, I would say it's it's never easy. During my first one in my freshman year, I I felt like every single time I would see her, the world would genuinely like turn gray, and I had no idea why. Mm. I I just felt like this is normal, right? Everyone must deal with this, you know, as as people. But no, it, it took me about seven months and then i finally started to seven. yeah we were together for eight months the first one and the second one was almost a year yeah really i have a good track record and um <laughs> <laughs> realizing just like i said realizing once you realize you're in this position and you can you can start to create a plan on how to get out and totally. just taking that confidence to make that escape for yourself mm-hmm. and then when you said like uh when you saw her, you said the world turned gray can you like expand on that like what you mean by that i like 
it feels very literal to me. Like, <laughs> it, I, ah, I feel like I read this somewhere. I can't remember where. It's like if you're really that depressed, it can it can genuinely feel as if the world is like turning gray on you. Like things feel less sad, less no, saturated. No, I understand what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's that's. So afterwards, do you like go into therapy, like or anything type of that type of deal, or how do you deal I with did. it? I oh, did okay. go into therapy. Um, I did therapy during the summer after my freshman year, and then I stopped for a bit, and now I've recently gone back into it. And I would say, therapy is definitely helpful. <laughs> it mm-hmm. it can be even if you're like a self reflective person that I I think I am that you can still get different perspectives that you may not have thought of yourself. And I think right. most of the local schools here, at least in the like Santa Barbara district, they have therapy options that aren't from the school, which I didn't know about. And I really, I really wish I did. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people don't. They need to like really pump no, they, this more. <laughs> I mean, really, people need to know about this. It's self-consent. Like I did some research on it for my friends. Self-consenting, you know, you don't need an adult to sign off on it. It's all you. Mm. And it's from, it's from like a very reputable uh, group of people, but the name is blanking on me right now. They're throughout like San Luis Obispo, Ventura. It's, it's like a actually good service. We'll we'll try to find the name of that and try to put it in the description or something. Family service agency. (laughs) Oh, you found it? Oh, there you go. Yeah. It's the family service agency. I'm pretty sure. Gotcha. It's very reputable. But outside of therapy, what options do people have if they can afford it? Yeah, that's, um, there's a lot of things you can do alone that don't necessarily involve therapy, but I, I still recommend it. That's not me trying to say like, God, ah, you don't need therapy. No, <laughs> Every, everyone needs therapy, <laughs> but exercise is definitely good. Mm. Uh, I try and exercise a few times a week and I mean, you know, cardio, anything that'll really get your heart rate up that can definitely combat anxiety, mm-hmm. swimming, biking, running all of those can kind of hit like a reset button which i have trouble hitting at times but if, if you go hard enough it it tones everything down to some degree no yeah i got you yeah. writing um, writing's mm-hmm. good there's a, there's a lot of things you can writing oh is I've, good. I've done that before writing that helps uh, art anything that you can kind of get out with your emotions like anything to sort of stop it from being held inside because keeping it all in is very unhealthy and even things that like painting you know finding different habits that aren't harmful to you if you normally have darker habits to cope with that pain Mm -hmm. so you know you can write in red ink paint with red if you know if you self-harm that's definitely a big thing it can't help (laughs) gotcha and I'm trying to think of what else is good exercise you know getting all of emotion out something creative yeah creativity is definitely big meditating 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 and mindfulness those are also very big ones thanks alrighty so okay well for people to like look out for these type of things uh, what are some red flags that they should look out for uh, that people may overlook when going into like relationship or being in one yeah and I've I've definitely overlooked my fair share um (laughs) Which sometimes, I guess it's hard to describe because you see this person and even though it may not seem that they have bad intentions, these are still red flags. Like, if you're, 
coming out of an abusive home, regardless, it it still is a type of red flag because uh, you know people are products of their environment to some degree. And as a child, if you're around abuse, you may not become an abuser, but it can still create a many harmful side effects that you may not even know you have. Mm-hmm. And I've been with people that have came out of bad homes and while they didn't seem bad at first, and I wouldn't say they're bad people by any means, it's just things right. pop up. It's like and not their fault, it's just like a reflection of like just what they're used to. Yeah, and it's, right. it's unhealthy for them, it's unhealthy for me. You just avoid it. <laughs> and right. the same sort of thing goes with self-harm. You know, which is, it can just be used against you in a lot of ways if you're dating somebody that does it, which is, that's a darker way to think of it, but it's still one of those harmful things where even if they don't have bad intentions with it, it's still one of those red flags. Right. Um, I would say those are my biggest ones. If, if you just see these inherent things that like, you know, oh, they don't seem like a bad person, though. You don't have to stop talking to them. You can be friends. Like, yeah, you don't have any requirement to date them or to not date them. Yeah, just the relationship wasn't working, but like, hey, just, just, you know, just be friendly. Yeah, be people. Yeah, exactly. And what else? You know, um, there are just some inherent things. Like if they're, I mean, everyone has flaws. That's that's as people. But yeah, it's human. You can tell if somebody's just a little, you know, you get vibes from people. And mm-hmm. if they give off a bad vibe, you know, they may like whether, you know, they seem a little too too two-faced or a little too selfish, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. You know, they have a few too many cracks and you know, you by any means you can avoid that or you don't have to, which some people have to learn, you know, the hard way. I I would say I had to. Right. I I get you. I get you. Wounded birds. That's a that's a good way to put it. You know, you see yeah. people, and it's like you want to help them, but it's it's not your job. Exactly. No. And no I, matter. I've had a friend who dealt with that too. Yeah. I'm gonna have him listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> no matter how much you may think that it is and feel like it is, like I I felt many times that it was my job to help them, and that even even that I could. It's not. Yeah. You know, and it's they have to deal with them themselves, and if they don't want to, then it's a lost cause to begin with because if you don't want to help yourself then nothing nothing can help you you know yeah, that right there don't let other people pull you down in that regard because they will just kick <laughs> mm-hmm. well on the other side of that what are some green flags that we can look at respecting boundaries that's a very big one i would say very much so and even if it's like a small thing like you know, if, if you're starting to get physically intimate with somebody, if they just ask, like, is this okay? You know, do you want this? You know, even that, that's a very respectful and kind thing to do. Right. Respecting boundaries and just, I mean, there's like the blatantly obvious ones, like not physically abusive, not, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's they a, don't hate you. Yeah. It's, a, yeah. it's a pretty low ball, but you know. It happens. Like listening and that's yeah, they they listen <laughs> to you. They man, I feel like once you get put on the spot with it, it all like goes out of you. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's why scripts can be helpful at times. Oh yeah, 
I definitely should. Well, you know, it's okay. Maybe the third time you're on the show, then maybe you can do that. (laughs) If there's one thing I want to just nail in, it's just boundaries. If they respect your boundaries and they don't actively try and break those or hurt those boundaries, you know, they respect it no matter what it may be. Right. I totally agree. Not making fun of your trauma if you have any. You know, everyone has things. I, I have some myself. And, you know, when you find somebody that actually respects that part of you, Mm-hmm. and doesn't just you know either make fun of it or just ignore it it's it's respect yeah. so just respect respect is a very big green flag respect so how did you change as time went on both during the relationships and during your time of healing during the relationships i definitely i guess i would say i became more reclusive mm-hmm. it can um I would say abusers kind of try and take you away from the people you know. That's a that's a common thing. That happened to me, you know, kind of distancing myself from my friends. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't even purposeful, but it just happens. And before you know it, you're right. kind of just isolated. No, I don't understand that. Getting out of them, you know, you, you make your way back in, but definitely um, got a lot more depressed. You know, I was unhappy, anxious. All of the negative aspects of it. And even now, you know, you can still feel, or I can still feel those wounds every once in a while, or those scars, I, could, I should say. Mm-hmm. And healing, it's a, it's a difficult process. Even, even now, you know, like, time heals things. Yes, I agree with that, but it still leaves a scar, you know. Right. And some scars are, are big and still you know ache every once in a while you still got something from it because mm-hmm. even now you know i still flinch if somebody like moves at my face too fast that's uh it's one of those little quirks that you notice and you're like huh something's still stuck here yeah and it's not the end of the world it, stuff like that happens but you should to keep in mind healing doesn't necessarily ever have to stop which sucks i suppose but just know that it can always get better, even if it may seem like it won't. Eventually, over takes, some amount of time, it takes will. time. Right. A lot, a lot of time. A lot of time. <laughs> you kind, of, you almost touched on this in your answer, but like, how did you get out of these relationships? Like, what was that point where you're like, gotta go? Yet again, just the realization, and then from there, once you realize, you're kind of able to take more control over yourself. Because before that, they are kind of the ones that are in control of you. And, mm. you know, they kind of have you wrapped <laughs> wrapped in. But breaking out and realizing you need to get out is the most important part. And then from there, just doing whatever you have to do. <laughs> mm. It can well, be but- over text, email, you know, you don't even have to be the one that says it. Just getting mm. out is the most important part. And gotcha. I just was lucky enough that I had the... I regained the ability and confidence to say it myself, which definitely made it easier. For sure. But it's hard. It's still hard, no matter what. Oh, yeah, it's, it's always going. It's always going to be one of those things that are just hard to deal with. It. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. Well, do you have any advice to give to others that are stuck in these relationships, and what would you tell them? Um, there's a lot of people out there that can help. I, I wouldn't even say I'm the most, well, I'm definitely not the most experienced, but, you know, there are 
hotlines, chat forums. There's so many people who have experience, whether it be being in these types of relationships or being out of them. And I feel like it's also important to remember that even though they are an abuser, uh, they're also a victim in their own right. And I, I feel bad for them. Like, I, I feel sad for my exes that were like this because it's like they've definitely been through their own traumatic issues and it's very sad that this is how it developed into them mm. so just as much as i may hate them or dislike them for what they did to me and not ever want to see them again i still hope they're able to get better because mm. no one just as much as no one deserves to get abused no one deserves to be the abuser right because that doesn't just happen you know it, something has to happen to you to make you like that no one is just born like oh i'm just gonna go you know mentally torture somebody <laughs> right yeah, it's the past just reflects into the future just what happens yeah. like oh you say and yeah sometimes it's just a lot about learning yourself like i can mm -hmm. say all of this and preach about you know green flags respect communication that's another big one right there and all these bad red flags just violent non-communication non-communicative playing games all of these other little things but in the end i had to learn myself <laughs> no matter what it was still all about me experiencing it firsthand and i think it's also about accepting that there doesn't have to be a reason for it it i'm a very logical person so i had to really struggle to accept that there wasn't a reason it just happened and there's no there may not even be anything to gain out of it, you know? It's not like all damage has to be good damage. It doesn't have to make you into an insanely incredible person. Sometimes it's just damage. Mm -hmm. And the only thing you can do is one day try and work on that. Indeed. Well, shoot. Thank you, Isaac, for shedding light on the... <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot, it's a lot. Yeah, no, it really is. No, but thank you for coming on the show and like shedding light on all the, the issue at hand. And um, I know you said like it's odd almost being as a guy sharing your experiences. Like, what what is that like right now? Just getting all that out there. Um, I feel like even now it's still a trip that some people, <laughs> uh, you know, don't believe guys can be abused. I had to go to the school because of how bad uh, bullying was getting from my abuser. And mm. they didn't do a thing about it. <laughs> yeah, they school, really uh, did not like, like it. <laughs> yeah, but it was... And I had things like, you know, if anybody else reported it, this was legitimate bullying. But no, it was a girl bullying a guy. And, you know, how does that happen? That can't be. Oh, God dang it, school. We're supposed to be better yeah. than this. God. Yeah, no, I, you know, you always have high expectations. And they, they sort of let you down once in a while. Yeah. Well, I try not to hold it against them, but, you know, it, it's, I wouldn't say you have to take matters into your own hands, but you got to do what you got to do, whether it be blocking them on social media, just keeping them out of your life any way possible, because, sure. you know, not everyone may help with that, and stick to your friends, you know, stick to the people that actually care about Indeed. you and about how you are doing. Always. Well, do you have any other words you want to say before we close out of here? Uh, hmm. Everyone's human, you know? Everybody's human. And we all have issues, and we all have good things about ourselves. 
no matter how far down or up to the surface they are. So be kind to one another. Kindness. Yeah. Alrighty. <laughs> Shoot. Well, thank you, Isaac. And thank you for everyone else for tuning into the episode. And remember, kids, keep your head up. All right.